0: World Communion Sunday. Today we remember that God's vision for our world is a vision of a world at peace. A world in which all swords are beaten into plowshares and all spears are beaten into pruning hooks. And no one studies war anymore. And yet, when we look out into the world, we see war and violence. We see all of this displaced refugees. And we even see the protests in our streets. And we know that God has called us to be peacemakers. That this is part of the divine calling of the followers of Jesus Christ. That we be peacemakers. And so today, how can we not cry out with the disciples, Lord Jesus, increase our faith. For being peacemakers requires faith. How many of you have difficulty sometimes creating peace in your family? Big sisters, brothers, Do you have difficulty making peace with your little sister, older brother? Do I hear an amen from our little ones? I know there's an amen from the parents. It takes faith to make peace. So when the disciples and we ask for more faith, Jesus answers with a very, very odd saying. If you had faith as tiny as a mustard seed, you could say to this huge tree, Go plant yourself in this ocean, and it would do it. Now, Jesus just sounds crazy to me because I think it's nonsense to think that a tree can move on its own, number one, no matter how loudly we tell it to or how many times. That tree is not going to get up and move. So what must Jesus really be thinking? Well, today we have a secret word sermon which tells us about what Jesus may be saying to us. Now, how many of you have had a secret word sermon before? Now, you should all be raising your hands because we've done this before. But maybe you don't remember, so I'll remind you. In the secret word sermon, I give one letter at a time. And our children, raise your hands, students, raise your hands. Okay, you are going to be the ones who write down the letters as I give them to you. And at the end of the sermon, and notice it is at the end of the sermon, not if you get the word halfway through. You have to wait to the end of the sermon And then we'll say the word. Are you ready, young people? Yes, I hear a yes. That's fabulous. So we're going to keep track of these letters. On World Communion Sunday, we have an A. And A stands for all. Because Christians all over the world come together to celebrate that Jesus came to be with us and to be part of us. And people in all different nations who speak all different languages, French and Korean and Chinese and Arabic, all come to remember that Jesus came for people all over the world. And some of you remember the children's song, Yes, we're the church together. Yes, we're the church when we're all together the first letter a our second letter is B and B stands for body of Christ we are the body of Christ all of us together are the body of Christ and we must have one another for that body of Christ to be whole and functioning well I may be the ear but I need you to be the foot, or the nose, or the hand, or the liver. We all are part of that body, and we are all needed. Even when we think different thoughts and we perform different functions, even and most especially when we disagree, we need one another for the body of Christ to function as it should with wholeness and integrity. B is for the body of Christ. We belong to each other. Our next letter is U. And U stands for unity. Now, the oneness to which God calls us is not just all Christians around the world. And it's not just about the body of Christ. It is about Christians getting along and being one, even in our differences, but it is more. For God has called Christian people all around the world to be a witness that unity is possible for all of God's world. God has called us to bless the world in our witness of oneness, of the power of love to overcome divisions and divisiveness, to find unity in our diversity. This is a tremendous gift that God calls us to shine out to the world. We cannot expect the world to have hope in us if Catholics argue with Protestants or Protestants argue with Universalists, we must all come together and in our different ways of seeing things know that at the very core of our unity is the love of God in Jesus Christ. So our next letter is N. And N is need. For Jesus knows that we need faith to be peacemakers. But what sort of faith do we need? Now we know that faith is about believing. But faith is about more than believing in our heads that the mulberry tree can walk into the ocean. Our heads know that there's more to it than that. I think that what Jesus is doing is trying to get us out of our heads and into our hearts. Thinking about faith as being trying harder and harder to believe is not the faith that Jesus calls us to. The word faith in the Bible has its roots not in belief of the head, but in relationships of the heart. It's about what we love. And so our letter D is for deep trust. For the faith to which we are called is a deep trust in God's love and faithfulness. This is faith of trusting, of knowing that God is our rock. God is our safe place. God is the one in whom we can rest and know that we will be taken care of ultimately, forever. We are in the arms of one who loves us forever and ever and ever. This is deep trust. And our next letter stands for another component of that faith. For along with deep trust comes the letter A. ...that stands for allegiance. Now that is a big word, allegiance. Allegiance is about commitment and loyalty. For not only do we have deep trust... ...that our hearts can rest in the love of God... ...but we give our hearts to Jesus... So this is about being loved by God and loving God, that this is faith and loving what Jesus did and loving that Jesus still loves us and loving what Jesus does and compassion for those who suffer and passion for justice to get to the causes of suffering. So faith the deep trust in the abiding love of God and the love and allegiance and loyalty to that love. Which brings us back again to the letter N which is need. We need faith but a faith that is an openness not a quantity but more a quality of the Holy Spirit that works through our hearts and then through our beings like an ever-flowing stream that never runs dry. Faith is that grace of God at work in our lives flowing into us and out of us and through us that is the Holy Spirit, that spirit of love and kindness and passion and compassion that we open ourselves to, and it rushes through us. That is what we need. Now, C is for a slightly different kind of word. For in preparing for this sermon, I read something of the things that our offering taken today, the Global Peace and Justice Offering, I read a story, and the letter for this story is C, and that stands for the Congo. Yes, the Congo, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And if you know anything about this country, you'll know that there have been wars for many years and warlords who have done terrible things to the people, and to the children. And our story today about faith put into action is about a group of women who just got fed up with what these warlords were doing. They just got fed up. And so they went into the jungle and they found the hiding place for one of the most notorious warlords in the Congo, whose name was Cobra Matata. He's a notorious leader of the rebel militia. And these women told him that they were fed up. He was shocked that ordinary women from a local village would come into the jungle right into a warlord's house and tell him they were fed up eventually the army offered the opportunity for the warlords to put down their arms the women kept going They went three more times to the hiding place. And he turned himself in, in a deal with the Congolese army, as others did as well. That's part of the oneness of the church because our global peace and witness offering goes to help that federation of Protestant women there. We are connected so C can be for connection, communion. These women, so small, had the power of faith to, yes, move a tree into the ocean. Our last letter is the letter E, which stands for enough. Enough is the assurance that God gives us enough faith to do whatever God calls us to do. It's important to know that the context of this verse is Jesus telling his disciples that they need to forgive one another. And that they may be able, they must be able to forgive one another time after time after time. It's in this context of forgiving one another that they say, wow, increase our faith. So we may not be called upon to go into the jungle and find a warlord's hiding place. But we are certainly called to lives of compassion and forgiveness. And this is the faith that Jesus promises that we will have enough. (coughs) Jesus gives us enough more than enough to make love the center of our lives, To live out of that love and give our love in great and small ways to others. So that comes to the end of our letters, and I'm going to ask one of our young people to tell us our secret word. Oh my goodness. All together, what is our word? Abundance. That's a big word too. What does abundance mean? Plenty. It means more than enough. Abundance means that there is a lot. A lot. And today our word is there is enough and in fact more than enough. There is plenty of faith. God gives us there is plenty of power for peacemaking there is plenty of food in our world for all to have enough there is plenty abundance of God's spirit given to us our God is a God of abundance abundant love abundant spirit abundant courage and abundant patience with us when we forget God's abundance. So on this World Communion Sunday, let us know that we already have more than enough faith for all that God asks us to do. Let us commit ourselves to allow that deep love to flow through our lives in that deep trust of God's abundant grace. And let all the people say, Amen.